We're with uh, Camille Boutois, the CEO of uh, a very intriguing initiative, Business for Inclusive Growth, based in Paris. Hello, Camille. Hello. Hello. Thank you for uh, being with us here today. Um, Business for Inclusive Growth is a new initiative launched in uh, 2019. Uh, with about 40 uh, global companies, if I'm not mistaken. Um, COVID uh, came forward and it seems uh, more relevant and important than ever. So Camille, why don't we start a bit about the initiative itself and, and, and I would say the goal of inclusive growth, which cover uh, mostly uh, things that I think are very uh, um, high on the Israeli agenda. Yes, thank you so much. Um, so Business for Inclusive Growth uh, was launched, uh, as you said, in, in, in 2019 in connection with the G7 summit uh, in France in August. And uh, it is a, a global uh, CEO-led coalition of companies uh, fighting against inequality in terms of inequalities of income, opportunity and geography. Uh, the coalition is powered by the OECD, and um, that is our strategic partner. And we leverage uh, with governments uh, to fight against uh, inequalities. And uh, we have two co-chairs, Emmanuel Faber, uh, CEO and chairman of Danone, and uh, Angel Guria, uh, OECD uh, Secretary General. So why? Um, why did we uh, launch before IG? One year, uh, one year ago, um, even uh, before uh, the, the pandemic, uh, we knew that um, uh, inequalities were rising in developed uh, countries, and so we had to do something. And but now, of course, um, after during now that the pandemic uh, in today's context, uh, we know that uh, fighting against inequalities is more necessary than ever. Because uh, for two reasons of, that you know, but I think it's, uh, it's worth uh, recording them. Uh, first, uh, the pandemic has, uh, his, has uh, hit the hardest, the most vulnerable people. And second, um, Black Lives Matter and social movements like, like uh, Black Lives Matter demonstrated the persistence of systemic uh, systemic inequalities, systemic discrimination. And so businesses uh, with uh, the OECD uh, that joined the coalition think that um, business has a, a pivotal role in, uh, in fighting against inequalities. It's not only the role of governments, of policymakers, it's also the role of businesses to fight against inequalities and to fight against inequalities in um, changing their business models. And this is what is very important in the coalition. Uh, we are convinced that we can build a new economic growth model that, that puts people at the center. And so, and to do that, we want uh, to change business models. It's very ambitious. Uh, it would take time. Uh, it is a complex, a very complex task, but we are focused and uh, we want uh, to, to move forward. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, and, uh, and the fact that the decision was to, obviously, I think inequality 
unfortunately, in Israel is a major issue as well. Uh, and the decision to call the initiative inclusive growth, connecting uh, between growth and um, sort of, I would say, uh, a better uh, allocation of uh, who profits from the economy is uh, a move that suggests that business has a role, but at the same time, it's a direction forward. It's not just the problem itself, but also kind of a direction for uh, uh, maybe a better uh, future in that regard. Let's jump right into COVID. As we've said, uh, COVID has unfortunately uh, shown an, an even increased inequality. Uh, the board of the initiative is about to uh, uh, sort of approve a roadmap for recovery. Uh, could you share that with us, please? Yes, um, exactly. So one month ago, less uh, well, than one month ago, the board meeting um, of uh, the coalition adopted an, in, a roadmap uh, for an inclusive recovery. Uh, before um, outlining the content of this roadmap, a few words about um, CEO's engagement. It was very strong. We had a very strong engagement from CEOs at, the, at uh, this board meeting. I uh, 40 members. Um, the coalition has 40 members companies, and I, I can say that uh, most of the CEOs participated in the meeting, and including um, the CEOs or presidents of uh, JP Morgan, uh, Microsoft, uh, Credit Agricole, um, Danone, etc. And why? Because uh, the main topic on the agenda of this board meeting was inclusive recovery. What should we do with business uh, to contribute to an inclusive recovery? And so the board meeting adopted, as you said, a very ambitious roadmap on inclusive recovery that covers uh, the cuts that cuts across several areas. But first of all, that calls for a joint roadmap um, with governments and businesses partnering on a few key areas. Because I said before, um, fighting against inequalities is not only the role of governments, it's also the role of businesses. And that means that if we want to build back better, this is something we often um, hear today, if we want to build back better, governments and business have to partner and to define a joint roadmap. And this is what we said at the board meeting. And this is also uh, what we push at the G7 and G20 level. level. I told you that um, the coalition was born one year ago uh, in connection with the G7 summit in France. And we, are in and we are in touch, of course, with the UK team for 2021 and the Italian team for 2021 for the G7 and the G20 uh, in 2021. And it's very important for us that this joint roadmap on inclusive recovery um, be on the agenda of uh, both uh, both events. So, what is uh, what is this um, this uh, roadmap? Um, it's uh, it cuts across several areas, as as I, as I said. The first one is the future of work. Um, the crisis. Um, because of the crisis, many skills are now uh, obsolete. 
And um, we have to work on the reskilling, on the upskilling uh, of many workers. And uh, above all, we have to work on digital divides. We have to focus on young people. And so we defined several priorities, several priority topics for, um, for collective actions and to prepare uh, the workforce uh, for the future of work. Um, the second topic that is, of course, very, very important in today's context is uh, restructuring. Uh, even major companies will have to restructure, to reorganize, to face um, the aftermath of the, of the crisis. And so we are working on, uh, we have decided to work together on guidelines. So what is uh, responsible restructuring? Um, and so we are working, so um, this work team is led by Michelin and Unilever um, and, uh, we, uh, and other uh, major companies are involved in uh, this work stream that is very ambitious, but um, given uh, today's context, um, it, should be, uh, it should be useful. Um, another topic that is very, very important for the coalition is, of course, diversity and inclusion. And uh, so we have uh, defined a roadmap on diversity and inclusion, uh, including guidelines, collective actions, and probably in the future, uh, several commitments. Uh, there are also uh, there are other topics I, would, I, I, I could uh, mention, and maybe I could elaborate on them if you wish, uh, such as uh, living wage, uh, inclusive sourcing, and, and of course human rights, which is a very important topic, on which uh, the roadmap, uh, the roadmap that uh, the board meeting adopted, um, define what we want to do. And uh, just to wrap up, uh, the idea of the coalition uh, is the following: all uh, the CEOs. Um, signed uh, a pledge that covers uh, several areas, human rights, inclusive workplaces, uh, supply chain, inclusive supply chains, and uh, impact measurement. And so there was a pledge, there is a pledge, and um, each year the um, coalition will define, will clarify, will detail commitments, will elaborate guidelines, will take collective actions, um, and we propose toolkits, etc., to help member companies to advance, to move forward um, to uh, the advancement and the imp implementation of the pledge. So that I think, thank you. That that definitely gives us, I think, uh, a clearer uh, a sort of way to uh, come out of of the pandemic and the crisis, uh, maybe somewhat stronger in the future, hopefully very stronger in the future. Uh, the focus, I mean, the three areas that you've managed, mentioned, the first, uh, the whole reskilling uh, challenge, uh, the reconstruction, the diversity, again, are quite strong on the agenda in Israel. Um, and I like the fact that there's, uh, from, from my acquaintance with the coalition so far, there's always the, I would say, the inner pillar of a company working uh, by themselves and, uh, and, and trying to boost the efforts on inclusive growth, but at the same time sharing the practice and trying to uh, sort of maybe have a collective impact in that regard. One of the challenges that we all know is that the measurement systems for the environment, for, for the E as part of the ESG, are quite developed, 
Uh, I think it is less developed for the S, for the social, which we're discussing now. Uh, we have a rating system in Israel that somewhat tackles some of that, but, uh, and we find that it helps companies to move forward. So are there any thoughts in, in these directions uh, with the initiative as well? Yes, of course. This is for um, uh, impact measurement, that the social dimension of ESG reporting and impact measurement, which are two separate, separate things, um, are very important uh, for the coalition. In the, I mentioned uh, the pledge that all the CEOs uh, signed, and one part of the pledge is related to impact measurement. We want to advance impact measurement frameworks, methodologies, and we have a working group on impact measurement. We work hard with the OECD and academics such as uh, Harvard. And so for us, it's very important. It's um, part of the DNA of the coalition. And at the board meeting of November uh, 12, um, we adopted uh, the, the, the topic of impact measurement was included in the roadmap uh, to, uh, for an inclusive recovery because uh, we think that impact measurement uh, is a key to systemic change. So first, uh, regarding ESG reporting, as you said, the social uh, dimension of ESG reporting standards is quite weak. And so uh, we want, uh, by our work, uh, we want to contribute to give some flesh to beef uh, the social dimensions of ESG reporting. And so we welcome, of course, um, the efforts, the current efforts to ha harmonize uh, ESG standards and we contribute to the social dimension uh, of this work. Um, but, um, um, and so it's very important for us, but it's not enough. It's uh, ESG reporting, and I would like to uh, insist on this. ESG reporting is only part of the puzzle. Um, we are convinced that the, the key uh, the key to systemic change is using um, more impact measurement frameworks to measure the external, uh, to measure the positive and the negative externalities of um, companies' activities. That is the, our, in, the impact of companies on the environment and society at large. It's very important, it's complex, it will take time, but we work on this. We work with the OECD, with academics, and we would like uh, to government and businesses to work on this together, because um, for 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 the in a, in the last few months uh, we saw very 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 interesting progresses in the field of impact measurement, and uh, the most advanced framework frameworks um, become very interesting. And so we are starting to make pilots. Um, some companies, uh, some member companies of the coalition are starting to make pilots with uh, using the most advanced uh, frameworks. And we are convinced that um, in a few years, more member, more companies, more businesses will be able, able to measure the, the impact of their activities. And this is absolutely vital. Uh, again, I think that this is one of the things that, that became even clearer um, uh, during COVID, that we need some new measurements uh, to impact, uh, to measure the impact on society, to measure the impact on people, 
to somehow understand uh, why we have such high levels of inequality and what can businesses do to reduce them and try to sort of level the field. Um, I, I, I'm sure that, that a lot of Israeli companies would love to take uh, part uh, in this challenge in, in trying to solve that. So as we're sort of summing up, is the initiative open for other businesses to join now or in the future? Uh, or, and what, how would you recommend to be sort of in touch and follow uh, the work of the initiative? Yes, of course, um, the initiative is open. Um, for the moment, there are 40 member companies. Uh, the first year we were focused on, uh, in the first year we were focused on defining the roadmap and building the pillars of the coalition working groups because I didn't, um, I, I was very quick, but there are three pillars in the coalition. The first one works on the pledge, um, the commitments, um, there are working groups. The second one is incubator um, where we try new business models uh, to see how we can replicate and scale up uh, them. And the third pillar is a financing form uh, to channel more funding, more financing uh, to inclusive uh, business models, inclusive companies, inclusive projects. So it's a very ambitious coalition. First year, we were focused on building the coalition, building the, strengthening the pillars. And now we are open to new members who are uh, very engaged in, uh, in inclusive growth. That means that we really want to change our business models on the medium and on the long term. Fantastic. So we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch and uh, help uh, bridge the gap uh, between the global work and the Israeli market. Um, thank you very much, Camille. Uh, there's more, by the way, about uh, the initiative uh, uh, through an interview with, uh, uh, with the OECD and there's one of the member companies, L'Oreal. Uh, so we'll share that. And thank you very much for being with us. Thank you.